the CGB signing big CEO. We tuning in the cloudy conversation. We appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate you for that. Come on. Of course, of course. Um, for those who don't know about you or the fans who might be interested in learning a little bit more, um, tell them a little bit about yourself. Twenty-four. I'm from I'm from Harrisburg area. I just live out still. Shit, like this where I'm from roads and shit. But from Harrisburg area, I've been making music for a long time. I got people that support me and fuck with me too. But like, and you can't never have too many supporters with this shit though. So if you fuck with me, I appreciate it. Definitely. Without no fans, you ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> ain't doing shit. nothing. Um, now you've been born and raised in Harrisburg. Yep. So what, what was that like for you growing up? You said you're 24 now, so you had some years on, the, on this planet. Yeah. Growing up, it was like, I ain't gonna say like, like we struggled a little bit, like, but my mom made sure we had no type shit. Like, for yeah. as long as I knew, my grandma lived on that corner right here. Next door. Same, same corner. We lived here for a little bit. My mom lived here for like six years type shit. And uh, do you, are you like have a relationship with your, your dad or is it just like you and your siblings? Nah, it's, it's really me and my siblings for real, for real, but like, I don't got no, no problem no with problem my dad. No problem with like, it. ain't no reason to hold grudge with your pops and shit, like, get over that shit, like, people grow up and shit, cause some people don't got their pops and shit no more, so, why well, have any of my sleep with my pops if he's still here, we can make that shit cool. Did you always have that mindset about like, nah. So you did used to like like fuck that nigga like Yeah, it was on some shit like that, like fuck that nigga. But like I grew up with shit. You don't always wanna have that same energy. Like your energy changed when you get older. And do you have kids yourself? Nah. So it was really just you maturing and kinda of coming into your own manhood, yeah, understanding like uh, shit. shit didn't go how I wanted, but I'm kinda of like you you love the person you are today, so ain't no yeah. reason to fuck the nigga. Right. Um now what were some early lessons you learned growing up in the city? Growing up in this city, some early lessons I learned was like, everybody ain't your friend here. But you, it is a couple solid people here though. But everybody not your friend here. Another lesson I learned growing up was save your money. Save your money. Cause you don't never know what could happen. Put that money away. Especially if you're doing this street shit. Like, if you know you're doing some shit that you're taking risks doing, like, Make sure you got money put up or you got a lawyer on standby that's gonna fight that shit for you. Cause the shit that you doing, if you go in there fighting that shit with PDs and shit, you're doing some hot shit. Yeah, a plea deal for yeah. sure. You're if not you're not getting set up. That yeah. Good. Unless that, that PD trying to work his way up, I ain't gonna lie. But save your money for sure. Now, growing up in this city, like you said, you referenced, like you learned early about the people who you should hang around with and the people you shouldn't. And you also spoke about how you guys didn't necessarily struggle too much, but you went through a hard times. So with you deciding to go to the streets, was that more of a subconscious choice or you felt like you were kind of like pushed in that direction? Nah, it wasn't like, that's a, that's a good question right there. I ain't gonna lie, that's a good question right there. But it's like, it's kind of like both. Like, like I was, I wanted to be in the streets, but like, at the same time, like when I was younger, I had like hoop dreams and shit still. Like I still wanted to be a hooper type shit. 
So I wasn't really worried about the streets that much till I kept seeing all niggas on my basketball team, new sneakers and shit. You I still got like, the same. You got those yeah, ones? like I got the, but they, these niggas got their parents and shit that's buying this shit. Like my mom got me basketball sneakers and shit, but I wasn't really pressed about that shit. I'm still hooping in my shit from the season before. before so yeah. I'm like, I don't really give a fuck. So then I was like, damn, these niggas got these nice ass basketball sneakers and shit. I'm about to start buying my own shit. I gotta find a way. I just jump into the streets and start hustling shit. And was there anybody, like any older people in your life maybe trying to deter you from making that decision or they kind of just knew, like want you to put your mind to whatever you was just gonna be? Yeah, I was one of them type kids. Like once I had my mind put to something, like I was doing it. It wasn't no turning back from that. Like once I had something in my mind, I was doing it. That's why with this rap shit, like I've been rapping since I was 13. Like once I realized I wanted to rap, I just did it. I was writing raps in notebooks, fucking coloring books. It ain't even no page on a coloring book. I'm writing raps in a coloring book, for real, like. <laughs> and so that was early right, in life early. when you started. And 13, 14, that's definitely, you kind of already, I'm not saying know who you are, but you're definitely starting to phase you're out. You're starting to yeah, no, figure out who you is type shit. So your, your views on music, like who were some of the artists that you say were inspiring you at that time or people that might have like, kind of sparked your interest in the music? Well, I was 13 and shit, I was probably listening to niggas like, I was probably listening to niggas like, Lil Wayne, fucking Gucci Man and shit. I was listening to fucking, uh, Yo Gotti and shit. Them is the that shit my head, uncle, that was that's that. shit my uncles had us listening to and shit. Like them is the type of niggas we was listening to growing up. But like, as far like, once I got a little bit older type shit, like 16, 17, like around that age, a little bit up, it was like G Herbo type shit, Chief Keef, Young Boy. Like these are the niggas that got like, like positive influences on my career. Like, cause I'll be seeing them niggas like- I'll Cause they around your age, don't yeah, what you that, doing, like- Same shit I'm, that, that I'm trying to get to. So it's like, that shit like motivation and shit like, so I just be like looking at them niggas and shit. Like I follow on my Instagram, like I got 10K followers, but I only follow all famous people on my Instagram. Like I like looking at famous For people. So yeah, like I look at that shit all the time. It's one person I look at every day when I wake up is motivation on Instagram. I go look at Lil Migo. Lil Migo, okay, he's with uh, CMG. CMG, okay. And why do you look to him? Because he's not even necessarily like that mainstream yet, yeah. but he's been putting out like, music and. And like when when he go to his shows and shit, like he just be turned. And I like, my boy really flashed them rackies. Like <laughs> I be going on his Instagram, he flashed them rackies. Like I be like, dead. like I'm gonna get like that one. That and that's also motivation for real. Cause like I said, he's not even that mainstream, that's but now that you, as long like, as you can get some shows booked, you can build a main you can stay fan in base. The, like you could be signed, but you could still be like independent for real. Like people don't realize that. Like, Especially with the way CMG is going, like his roster is getting real yeah, crazy his roster right now. Deep right now, he just signed a little pop, but he got the, the uh, Glorilla, him yeah. girl, like he's, he, he's stacking up right now. He getting right, so. Now, um, before we go too far into the music side of it, I still want to touch uh, more on the younger version of you, um, more so on the side of school. So did you finish school? Was school something that you felt hindered you? Or like once you got in the street, you kind of like faded off that? Like at first when I was home and shit, like I wasn't going to school like that. Like when I was home and shit, I wasn't going to school. But then 
when I had got booked and shit, it's, it's mandatory when you're under 21 that you gotta go to school and finish school. So, like, I went to boot camp and shit. They made me finish school up there. It's loud ass poppers, but through choppers and shit. I hate them, But yeah, I went to fucking boot camp and shit, finished there, graduated. I got my GD and my diploma there, so that was cool for me. Yeah, once you got it, you got it. And then my little brother, he y'all can't see him right now. He behind the camera and shit. He just graduated too, so he graduated from school. I graduated from jail. He's heavy though. He graduated from school though. So, so how do that make you feel to see him take the like the actual walk the stage and to do it the traditional way? Like, if for more so, it it was, it was I was happy for him regardless. I'm happy for anything positive he do. Even if it's negative, that's my brother. I'm, I'm, I don't care. That's how I am about my brother. But like seeing him graduate and shit, cause that shit had me like, damn, my little brother really graduated. Cause a lot of people was really doubting him though. Like they was like, damn, you not gonna finish school. Like even some of his teachers and shit. But then he finished that shit, and his teachers was like, oh shit. They he had his teachers crying, and she had my mom crying, my grandma. So I was like, I was like, damn, my little brother. And then he doing good with his music right now. So like. What, why why not be happy for him? What right. can I not be happy for? And for real, for real, it's like, you kind of could have been setting the example for him, even though yours was different, different ways. You've been doing music since you were 13. You did finish school, and he might have seen some of the, the you know, you getting in trouble, and like, all right, let me kind of, like, stay on track and, and kind of figure this shit out the yeah. right way, in a sense, but... Yeah, that's one thing about him, like, I was in and out of jail through juvenile all the way up, but, like, him, he never been in jail, and I don't want to ever see him get there. Like, I want him to be home. Like, enjoy your life, bro. You rapping now, bro. They fuck with you too. Like, keep keep doing what you're doing, bro. Don't lose your focus, bro. Mm -hmm. Cause you know what it's like when you go behind the, the them walls. It's like it's really a hindrance. Like, yeah, you could find yourself and you know focus on your. You music can make a lot shit. of music while you're in there and but, shit, but like, what's the what's the point of even? Being in there when you know you can make all this music, just keep yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. Do the same thing, just on the outside and get Everybody really tell me that, that when I go to jail, yeah, you need to stay out of here, bro. You really good at rapping and shit. Like, we fuck with you. Like, we don't want to see you in here. I'm like, I don't want to see myself in here, bro. But like, I know the risk I take for this shit. The shit I be doing. Like. And do you feel like you reached a point where you kind of like want to mature out of that, going back and forth to jail and? knowing your potential, but not really putting yourself 100% to it because of, you know, some life decisions you're making or some situation, you know, you done created. Now you gotta sure. finish out. Like, I'm, like, I missed a couple of my brother's shows. Like, they got me on the ankle monitor right now type shit. I'm on the EM right now. Like, my curfew eight o'clock. So I missed a couple of my brother's shows and shit. Like, knowing I want to beat her type shit, but I can't beat her type shit. And he really be rocking them joints. That's why I be wanting to be there too. Like they really be fucking with me. Like, so I be trying to be, be at my little brother shows and shit. Like, cause a lot of people would think, cause me and my brother, brothers and we both rap, oh, they probably in competition. Like, no, it's never like that. Say stupid. Like, like I wake up and, and play my sh my little brother shit, or we wake up and play each other shit. Like, I I love listening to my little brother music. He love listening to me. Like. It's that it's just it's the equal feeling like we ain't in no competition like 
don't, I be telling him, bro, I don't even want rap no more like that, bro. You younger than me, bro. You popping, bro. You might as well steal the wave, gang. Like, steal the wave. He like, bro, you not done rapping. Like, he get bad. <laughs> he For be real, bad. Like, nigga, when I start rapping, you want to stop. Yeah, no, it don't work like, like that. We need to do this shit together. Like, you might yeah. be broke, but still. Like, yeah, you still 24. I could see if he was like 34, still out here, you know what I'm saying, trying to push this shit. No, like, niggas can still be out here. Um, Here, take this black one. I'm not trying to So, um, would you say you guys are who you go to for like feedback the most on your music? Like, you trust his ear out of anybody else's to like let you know whether that's trash or like, oh, that's the one, bro? Yeah, not even, like, right now, it ain't even on no, like, no, like, me trying to downplay it type shit, but. Right now, my little brother come to me for advice on his music type shit. Be like, bro, how this sound? I should do it like this. Or I'll show him some shit. He'd be like, bro, let me do how I'll be like, bro, how I do it like this? Let me do it. He'd be like, nah, bro, do it like this. So we'd take that shit in, in the ear. Like, but sometimes we make them songs where it's like, nah, bro, I ain't trying to hear that shit. I'm making this joint how I'm making it. You want the yeah. feedback, but real, sometimes you but know, like, I'm gonna nah. make this joke how I'm making it. Right. Like, I don't care what that's him, say. that's heavy, him right there, though. And he don't let him get no lick in It's just he start, <laughs> oh my god. But do he do you find he be right about the songs that he's yeah, like, he, he, but when he make his shit, he make his shit like that should be popping, like that should be tough. I'm like, all right, say no more, like. I just let him do him, but as 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 an artist, like that's how you're supposed to let somebody be. Like you're supposed to let them do them, and they comfort zone do what they do on the beat. So I was like, go ahead, do you, bro. I don't really say too much to him now. I just kind of like had a question that popped in my mind because you said you wanted to like stop rapping and you wanted to like your brother. He got the wave now. Could you, could you ever see yourself like transitioning literally from rap to being like the manager CEO position, like yeah. really running the label type that, shit? That or I could see myself just being his engineer type shit. Like learning how to do these videos and shit so he don't need nobody type shit. So do you engineer and all that now? I or? mixed a couple of my songs by myself type shit, but like as far as like really knowing like what the fuck's going on, I don't really still, like, still. I'm still learning right now. But I definitely like it's not even mixed a couple of my songs. It's just like I sat there was punching in and shit and on the keyboard and shit. Like I wasn't really mixing the shit like so do you remember your first time like in the studio or actually like having like the studio set up and, and what that was like? Like, did you record yourself or were you like, you went to see somebody that you ain't know how it went? Nah, for real, for real, free my man Brody, free Brody Bang. We, like he used to live right down the street, right here. I grew up on this same street right here. Like where we doing this interview at, I grew up on the same street. My man used to live right there. He moved down here from Georgia and shit. And I was like, he came in it and we was in alternative school. He came in there and shit. He was talking to me and shit. I was like, all right, bro. We was busting. We was slaying each other and shit. We started busting. That's how it is down here. Like you, your best friend become your best friend type shit. Y'all start busting. Y'all might hate each Very other sure. at first, but then that <laughs> you, become that, your like, man. Right, like, so boom, we was, we was busting and shit at school. Then next thing you know, we was walking home. I seen him walking home the same way as me and shit. And we just started talking to each other and shit. Then I realized he was on papers and shit. He was like, I got the studio at my crib. And I'm like, we, we, I'm like, man, you don't got no fucking studio at your crib. That's how I said, I'm like, bro, you don't got no fucking studio at your crib. He like, nah, for real, bro, I be recording myself. So I go over his crib one day after school. He like, bro, we about to make a song. I go over his crib one day. He got his little setup over there, 
fuck it, we just making some. I swear, after that day, me and my boy was locked in. Every, every day after school, we was stuck in. That became my best friend, that became my man. Like, that was my guy, like, free my man right now. Like, I, that was my boy, we was stuck in every day. We was like this, together every day. Yeah, and so. at that time, were you, would you say you were like taking it serious or you just was like fucking around with the music like this, enjoying the time, enjoying the vibe? Like, I made a little bit of music before that, but like around that time, like I wasn't like taking it serious, serious, but like I was about to like be on my shit like, bro, I'm about to start going hard with this shit. But I ain't really at the, around that time, I ain't even one of these niggas that's going to flex. Like, I was still young as fuck around that time. I really wasn't making that much money at that time. So I told myself, I'm like, once I start making all this money and shit, I'm gonna put that shit behind my music. You can ask my brother, once I start getting money, the studio was like the crib. I was going to the studio every day. I got 200 unreleased songs in my phone right now. And that's from when I was last home. Not even counting the shit I added to it when I came home now, but. So, so how do you create a song? Are you freestyling? You writing? Like you punching in? Like create the yeah. The, I used to heavy. For I used to heavy like write music like because I was I was going to jail and shit a lot. So I was writing music and shit. So, but like when I had my run when I was home for like a couple years and shit, I was just going in the studio. I was just punching in and that shit like just making songs. Like we were just going at John. I'd be like, bro, I'm about to go to the studio. We go in there, find some beats. The next thing you know, we we cooking up. As soon as I hear a beat that I like, I know I'm going, I won't rap on it. And then I'm gonna just start rapping on that joint. And, and what do you find creates the better product? Freestyling or writing? Freestyling. Because you open-minded. Because if you live in this shit you talking about, you gonna just be able to say it. Well, there's some niggas that could just say it and be capping, but like, a nigga that's come from that shit for real gonna realize like, oh, he talking that shit. Or he, he been through some shit, mm -hmm. so. Now, um, when did you start releasing music for like everyone to hear, like to the to actually start pushing yourself as a uh, artist? I start putting my shit on YouTube and I'll start doing that shit right from my phone. I'll be putting that shit on YouTube right from my phone. Then from there, I just kept going to the studio and my, my engineer just kept telling me, yo bro, yo bro, you got to get District Kid or Distro Kid or United Masters, bro, so you can put your shit on all platforms. I started putting my shit, I made an account for United Masters. Then that's when I started getting my tape together and shit, getting it ready. It was delayed like two times. I got that shit delayed like twice because it was supposed to drop. And then like they had said something about I had to fix something. So then I had to go back in there put the songs back in there, fix it up again. So then I dropped it after that. And then from there, I just started putting that shit, like I dropped my first, I dropped the EP first though, before that mixtape on it. That was called- uh, uh, Until It's Over? Yeah, Until It's Over, I dropped Until It's Over on Apple first. That was my first ever like mainstream shit I ever dropped on it. And how did that project come together? Like, that's when I first made United Masters too. Like when my man first told me about it, I realized I made the account and shit. And then like, no cap. I was sitting with my brother and shit. We sitting in the room and shit. He like, bro, you gotta drop like a little mixtape or something, bro. So we can have that joint on YouTube and shit. I'm like, all right, so I can play it on my TV. I'm like, all right, say no more, bro. So then I dropped that joint on Apple and shit. Dropped that shit on YouTube. Next thing you know, 
my little brother, his, he know everybody. This little nigga know everybody, so he be having everybody around. He playing, he playing, before he was rapping, he playing my songs in mainstream, on the TV and shit in front of everybody. They like, that's your brother? Yeah, that's my brother. <laughs> So the feedback you got from that tape, it, it was it was good, it was positive. Yeah, but the, I ain't really get that much feedback on that. I ain't gonna lie like that. But my, when I dropped my tape, I got a lot of feedback on my tape though. Yeah, because for sure. you dropped uh, until it's over. That was. Um in September of 2020, and then you followed up with the album. Uh, this, this tape might make me rich in yeah. January 2021. Yeah. Um, so when you came up to the point of dropping that album, because that one had like 23 songs on it. So right. What have you made you want to drop that much content on that first go round? Because I wanted to show them like I'm serious with this shit. Like, ain't I don't think it's nobody in my city that dropped 23 songs on their uh, album. I don't before. think ever. I, so far, what I come across, you might get 12 at the yeah. max. I, I, that's why I don't be trying to be different. I don't be trying to be like everybody else. Y'all, and then like with me, I be I be bullshitting a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, waiting to drop. I don't be bullshitting. I just be waiting for the perfect time to drop a song. It's not even that I be bullshitting. Cause like, people get it fucked up. It's times of the year when a song really a pop. Like, mm -hmm. they don't get that. Like, I'm, like, I've really been doing this shit for, this music shit for a little bit. So I know like, when a song is for the summer, you can hear it for a song like for a summer, a club song, like a ride around, get money song. Like you can tell what type of songs them is. Like, yeah, so when you making it and shit, so I be trying to be different from everybody else. That's the, the key. You don't want to be like people who try to be different from everybody. Now, do you find it difficult to focus like strictly on the music? when you still like you said you're on parole right now like you got still shit you got going yeah. on so it's like you know you got it but it's like it, it don't really like stop it but it do hinder it a little bit like because you can still make music and shit it's just you can't probably like because like i like i said before like don't think that the police is not listening to that music because mm -hmm. they is that's a fact that's been proven they really listen to that shit and like with the, with the law and shit, the cops have people that like really sit and, and they pay people to really sit and look on social media and shit all day. They watching that shit. They see what the fuck going on. If you think they don't see what's going on, yeah, you just as stupid as the next man. They, they see what the fuck going on. So I be trying to like keep so much like the street shit out the music type shit. Like, yeah, that's what I, what I, what I, I grew up around type shit, but I be trying to keep that shit away from it. And, and it's kind of like smarter to move that way anyway. Like you say, like when you actually been through certain situations and and know what it's like, you don't necessarily gotta put it in the story to still blow off your music. Like you can have them songs, but that don't gotta be your main focus. So. For sure. Especially if you want to take it serious and stay out here. Like, even with the rappers, he's like, like Young Thug, he and Gunner, they're in jail right now behind their music that they made millions of dollars off of, but they're trying to say their lyrics done indicted themselves. So it's and like, them lyrics probably don't got shit to do with nothing. They just songs. They just songs. So you got freedom of speech. That's a, that's a right, though. You got that. But, like, don't take that to the extent. Don't use that to to the wrong extent. Right, like don't think freedom of speech means you really just say whatever and right. you get away with it. Right.
when did you go to jail this last time? This last time I went to jail in November. I went to jail November 5th. They came, they said that they had me on the investigation and shit or something. But like, they had me, they said they had me on investigation because I put a, a blick in my little brother's video of gun and shit. Mm. And I'm on parole and shit, so. And then they came to my crib, but they said they had me under investigation, but they didn't tell me what the investigation was for when they came in and ran in my crib. Because they ran in here deep as fuck. We, it was early as fuck in the morning. We was all had still sleep for real. And they came in here, they found my gun and shit though. They booked me for that shit. But then I was fighting my case though because motherfuckers get it fucked up. Like on parole, they try to just, when they cook you with guns and shit, they try to make it seem like they could just build a new case off that shit, off that new gun. But on parole, it's a it's a violation for you to be on parole and to not have a firearm. So then I was fighting my shit with my lawyer and shit. My lawyer was telling me like, oh, we could get this shit dropped to like a technical violation. So then you'll be a TPV and shit. Cause it's a fucking, it's called like, what the fuck? It's called condition like, like 5B, some shit like that. Condition 5B is not to possess firearms or ammunition for firearms or something. And so that's pretty much you yeah. get treated as a parole yeah, violation rather than as a than violation a type shit. And Which I don't got it. it is because yeah. I was on parole when it happened. Right. And I don't have no, like, I never got caught with no guns and shit before. Like, I was smart when I was a little nigga, so I didn't have really get no caught with no guns with and it, shit. Yeah. So they, they looked at it like, and it's a new, it's an Act 122 law now and, uh, as a parolee and shit. So your first uh, TPV violation, you only can get, uh, get six months for it. Like, they can start you at six months. They go six. 12, 24, and then like it go up. Like it just keep going up for the seriousness of your violation. But if you catch new charges and shit, you're gonna be a, a criminal parole violator instead of a technical parole violator. That means you still gotta fight your case and then wait for the outcome of the decision. Before and shit. you can get So out. I was like that at first, but then I beat my case, so then I turned into a TPV and shit. Okay, so yeah, and we're in a commonwealth state, which is, you know, Pennsylvania. and pretty much with Meek Mill and his situation, they already kind of publicized yeah, they, what it's like dealing with the justice system they, here, so. They do what the fuck they want to do here. Don't catch no charges over here. Don't. <laughs> really be fighting that case for a long ass time. You don't catch no charges over here. Just when you come over here, just have fun. Don't so, have too much fun. <laughs> yeah. So now that you're home and you've been out for a while, and she said you've been like recording music, What's the plan for the the release this go around? Like this go, I want to do I want to do more like visuals this time, cause that's what's gonna get you like notice more, like videos and then like fan promotion pages and shit, motion shit gets you out there and shit. So that's what I want to be on type shit now. But I'ma still drop like like mainstream shit, like like mixtapes and shit, EPs and shit. Is, is there anything the fans can be expecting upcoming now? Like, do you feel like it's probably the best time to kind of release where, like you said, your bros building that momentum? Yeah. They're looking this way now. We never gonna let up. We gonna keep, I'm gonna keep dropping. He gonna keep dropping. So I got a tape that I'm, I'm working on though. Like, I don't know what little bro got working on right now, but I got a tape for sure that I'm about to drop soon. Probably within the next month or so called uh, Death Before Dishonor, so. Be on the lookout for that. Definitely be on the lookout for that for sure. 
So what do you think it's going to take for you to be able to separate yourself from the drama and everything that's been going on? Um, I just got maxed this shit out. I only got like nine more months left. Okay, shit. Not even nine no more. It's probably like seven, eight, eight more months left. Pretty much the top of 2023, you could yeah, be. Yeah, so I'm, nah, next year I'm going to be maxed out beginning of February or end of February, my fault. End of February, I'll be maxed out on this shit. So I'm just trying to stay low under the radar. Smoke my little weed. I got my medical card, so parole can't tell me shit. I, yeah, I smoke weed. And I say, yeah, that is one benefit <clears throat> that haven't been able to get their medical cards. But, you know, even with you, you know, maxing out and, you know, staying low up until that time, it's still a situation of you having to stay out on the streets after, you know, you technically are done with them being on your back. Right. So do you feel like you still need to keep a... Low profile. And, a, and, a, and you, like you said, they already, like, uh, that last case came because of the music video and, and shit like that. So right. even though you technically ain't on a radar radar, it's not like they're not going to be looking for you. Right. Yeah. So it only makes sense for you to continue to play the role you've been playing, which is putting out the music, quality music, and being mindful of the visuals, honestly. Right. I think that's just going to push you creatively with having to think of like, Ways uh, to not do it without guns and shit. Because there's a million ways to shoot a video. A million ways. I just told my little brother that the other day. I said, bro, it's so many ways you can make dope-ass videos, bro, And even if guns. you do, use prop guns. Use BB guns. Like, those ain't a violation. Like, you can't get in trouble for that. And it's art. Like, at the end of the day, if a nigga going to try to clown you for having a, a, a fake gun in the video, then that just lets you know what type of mindset they on. Like, sure. nigga, use a clown. Like, <laughs> I'll, have a, a whole, I'll have a million dollars in prop money in this video. <laughs> right now like because that's what i'll be trying to push because like other besides the like the the interview and the podcast and shit going on i really like run like music videos commercial and shit like that so when i come in contact with like people in the city i grew up here i know how i go i just be trying to let them know nigga don't trick yourself out the streets like you can do what you do just don't broadcast it for the world to be able to just say yeah this is what he does and we got the evidence to prove it like especially when you know how it is in our city like the cops is bored as fuck like super bored they dump over there. They stop you in traffic and say your car smell like weed. You ain't smoking that joint of weed. And that be the that be the thing that get everybody the most. Like, what's the situation with the cops? Like, cause you've been dealing with them. Like, they've been in your midst for you know since you were a child. So, what was like your perspective on the police, especially with like police brutality and everything that's going on? Besides them just running down on you, like, do you feel like? They worry too much about the wrong shit, like like drugs, for instance, like how you could get a death by delivery for somebody who wanted to take the drugs. Man, fuck the law. I mean, y'all make them people do their job. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck the cops. I understand that. Now. What do you think fans can take away from this interview? And and just the overall music that you have released? Um, that I'm not going to stop and I'm going to keep doing this shit until I'm not done doing this shit until I can keep doing this shit. <laughs> nah, but for real, I'm really about to go hard with this shit. Like, if you really fuck with me, like, I don't do fuck shit either. Like, people be thinking, like, Cause I rap and shit, like, I'm famous. No, I'm a regular ass nigga like everybody else, shit. As, as soon as we done doing this, I'm about to go play the game. 
on the mom. <laughs> like, I'm a regular ass nigga. What like, type of game do you like to play? Like, I be playing Man, Warzone, Decay. Like, that's the type of shit I be on. I be, I'm a regular ass nigga like everybody else. Like, what you on, Xbox or PlayStation? I'm on PlayStation. Alright, I'm about to say. Xbox, the interview's over right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that shit. Oh, I don't think y'all want to do Bink interview. Bink got Xbox. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I was trying to set it up, but it's all over now. <laughs> now, um, I just had a couple more questions before we wrap it up. Because you just kind of made a question pop in my head that always happens. But, like, you said you don't be doing fuck shit. So, like, what do you mean in that regard? Like, you're, like, a loyal person? Like, like the only thing, like, so fuck shit motherfucker could say I did, like, is a female. Like, because I be cheating. Oh, damn. That's what they can say. That's all they can say. Like, that's what they say. You just said that's what be happening. That's do what be happening. But so that's what they can say. <laughs> so, now do you be cheating because it's available to you or you be cheating because you're not happy with like you grow out of love or something or grow out of like with a girl but you don't know how to break it off nah people get it fucked up like you could really like somebody but but cheat like for real like how would that happen like 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 you could like a, a female take it is like if you cheat on her like you really like that girl or something like no, I don't like her. I like you, but like I just like to her for that second a little bit. <laughs> but what if she said that to you? Would would you understand? I understandable. I would have gave a fuck. Like I don't care. I really don't. So you never got your heart broke? Yeah, that's why I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't care no more. Like. And when did that happen? Like. You get, you, it's like you, you get your heart broke by somebody you're not even supposed to be talking to. <laughs> I don't know my heart broke by somebody I wasn't even supposed to be talking to. Like, cause she was like, out of your league, you thought? Or nah, it like... wasn't even like she was out of my league. It's just like, I can't even explain it. Like, she wasn't even out of my league. It's just. Like, she wasn't even really your girl. Like, you, y'all just had like a little situation. She was fucking with me. I was fucking with her for a little bit. It was. It was cool, but she was ain't. Cool. She was like, I don't know. She just woke up one day and she wasn't <laughs> fucking with me no more. I ain't fuck with that. <laughs> I was mad as fuck. <laughs> like how that made you feel? Yeah, baby. I was like, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, oh yeah, say no more, bitch. Like you got me fucked up. <laughs> Never gonna catch you slipping again. Yeah, like then she tried to double back. Like I wasn't with it. That's when I had to like really stop, stop giving a fuck. I'm like, nah, I don't care no more. That's my man though. We crew right now. That's my boy. She do what she is. My gang. <laughs> and that's important. I mean, could you see yourself growing into like a family man, married with kids, like, and on that type of forefront, or do you think like you're just married right now? No. Maybe later down the line. Kids later down the line too. Cause I just watched my niece and nephew last night. And they bad as fuck. I don't want to have no kids. How old is they? My my nephew, eleven months, about to be oh, eleven yeah. months. My niece ain't late too, bro. Late, my niece is too. She be chilling though. It's my nephew. He be he be fucking drawing. Oh my, his little ass be drawing. 
little nigga almost flipped off the fucking bed last night. I was like, oh, stressing you out. You can't even go to sleep. You just gotta stay up. <laughs> like I just had to stay up, make sure he was cool. And that's how you know, like that's like pre-frontal paranoia. Like you know, like fuck. If I had a baby, I feel like my life just gonna be too crazy. Like I'm not ready for this shit. Like, right. Cause I be feeling the same way. My sister had a baby. I'm over here like, yo, can I go to sleep? Like is he like is it cool? Like how long? Do you like sleep I didn't even for? smoke like, the whole time they was here. Like I did. Even, even more. I didn't like, even want to smoke because I wanted to make sure they was cool. Like cause my sweet my sister swear I can't watch my niece and nephew, so I be having to show so I can watch my niece and nephew. Yeah, I had to show. I'm like, because she, she was asking me, she was like, she's like, can you watch the you need some nephew? I'm like, yeah, I got you. She was like, she calling me, why she out texting me talking about something? Are y'all okay? We got my mom texting me saying, are y'all okay? I'm like, they good. We here chilling. They sleep. We chilling. Like, I put cocoa melon on care bears and shit. They was cool. They was cool. That's how you know you the old head with no kids. See what you put on. My sister told me put that on. That's what they like. <laughs> so I put it on. <laughs> my sister said, yeah, put this on. They like this. I put it on. My nephew wasn't fucking with that shit, though. He was drunk. Yo, yeah, I, he I just keep saying that he, he just, just really, he really was drawling. Like, he really drawling. sit down for a little bit. Once he got rid of that joint. Oh man, once he got rid of that, he started tripping. He a different boy now. I don't know what's up with him now. That's my little digger though. So are you like the oldest sibling or? Yeah, I'm the oldest sibling. So, on my mom's side. I got a brother on my dad's side, but I'm the oldest on my mom's side. And are you close with all your siblings? Like you got a relationship or more so just with your mom's kids? Just with my mom's kids, but like, I don't got no, no problem with my brother. Me and my brother cool. Yeah, like, no, it's the same way. I got a lot of siblings. Yeah. Like, I know you my brother, I love you, but <laughs> it's like, it's crazy how life I don't now. really talk to my brother every day like that. Like, if I see my brother right now, I'll be like, what up, bro? Like, it ain't gonna be no weird no shit. shit. Yeah, like, acknowledge him. And do you feel like, like, you setting a good example now these days for him? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, as in this day right now, yeah. like, a little bit further back. But even though maybe, were like, were you the type of person that you might have been doing something, but you always told them, like, don't do as I say, like, kind of not as I do type of person? I, they was like, I was like, like, I realized too, like, younger too, like, you gotta learn from your own mistakes. Some people like that. I'm not one of them niggas who could just tell me something and I'm gonna learn from it. I gotta learn that shit by myself. You might go over there and tell me, don't touch that fucking plug over there, you gonna catch on fire. Go touch that plug. <laughs> see what happens. I gotta see what happens. See if I catch on fire, I'm gonna see if I could beat the fire. <laughs> Type, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. Like, but like, so, so I you, had to grow out of that shit a little bit. I'm gonna say, so you like kind of taking risk in a sense. Right. Do you like the uh, gamble and stuff? I see a lot of people been on that, like FanDuel with the sports and shit. Nah, I be gambling in the K. Whoever want to play the K, we can play for any amount of money y'all want. $10,000, a million dollars, $100, we can play for anything y'all want. Everybody always say that, but like, like, do you just play the computer or are you online playing different nah, niggas? We be, like, playing, we be playing niggas. You can even pull up and play like, it gets like that. I catch Vicks in the K. Niggas really know I catch Vicks in the K. 
You talking about streaks or you on and off the sticks? Nah. Like, only time I be not paying attention to the game is like if I'm on the phone or something or if I gotta be on my phone doing something. But if I'm locked in, it's a wrap. Don't let me lock in. Please, yeah. though. That's real shit, cause I like, I love 2K. Like, if they ain't never made 2K, I don't know what'll happen. Like, you I don't play, play 2K? These, not these much these days, cause I be having this shit to do, but like, yeah. I, before this, like, I, it was to the point I had three my players, they all was 90s. I didn't buy no VC. <laughs> I fucking worked them niggas out. Like, I just love that shit, cause it's like basketball. LeBron, my favorite player. Like, that nigga, like, I just always just love LeBron ever since I seen him. So, ever since then, like, I just been locked in with basketball. Well, even a little bit before he came into the game, but once he came in, I just been like my favorite player, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. All right. He folded this year. I'm gonna say because like, what's he going on with your man's then? Like, he asking for a trade? Like, like, what's going on with him? You don't know. I don't even know. Said again, I, he, yeah, he did. I just was saying what was going on yeah. with, uh, with KD, like he asking for a trade. Yeah, he need to he need to do something. He he tripping like my boy wasn't supposed to be getting right for me this year. Like I'm a I'm a Suns fan though. I like Devin Booker. That's my that's my dog. So you like KD, but you the Suns is your team. Mm -hmm. The Suns have been some shit for some years. So you like them for for what reason? Big jerseys. That's how that's how me and I swear me and all my brothers pick our football teams from that. We don't even got no no players or nothing. <laughs> I swear if we like your jerseys, that's my team. Who you like for football? The Giants. Oh, man. They shitty, but I picked. I like they jerseys. Now you got right out. Yeah, you just gotta sit that shit out now. But like, yeah, that's the shit I be on like two K. So you're yeah, pretty much you like you said you just be chilling, playing a game. Staying out of the way, normal nigga type shit. I mean, you said what? Wanna hit this? Okay. I just be staying out of the way, trying to do this music shit. I'm trying to make away with this shit. Get some money to leave away. And now that you got like the United Masters and stuff like that, like. Do you feel like it's more obtainable to be independent and achieve success? Yeah. Because you could drop mad videos and shit in them joints and start trending and get views and shit. Then you getting paid from views, start getting shows and shit. Just because your shit, niggas see your shit on Instagram, they be like, who the fuck is this? Let me see who this is. Oh damn, this shit hot. We about to try booking now. Booking. Shit, I ain't even popping right now, for real, for real either. Like. You could come at me pull up to your shit for a little five bands or something right now. I'm really not popping. Like, I'll pull up and rock that joint too. Like, like it's a million people there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like doing music. This my my favorite thing to do. So, <clears throat> pretty much in closing, like you already said, you anticipate having a little death before dishonor coming out within like the next month or so. Pretty much this summer. Um, you're really focusing on now more so on the promotion, marketing, music videos. Right. Uh, so, do you, sorry. Um, oh, no, sorry, I got messed up, it was a bug. My question before that was supposed to be, uh, would you like sign to a major 
or do you would you stay independent once you like say you blew up right now like you got them views you're making money off of the music you're getting shows and then the major approaches you know asking the song is that something that you would entertain or do you think about like ownership like keeping your masters and building your own brand and things like that i think about that a lot like building my own brand and shit but like i'll go major like after I like made a, a lot of money, like independent and shit, like that I know that I'm cool off, for sure. Cause once you start buzzing and getting a little name for yourself and shit, your prices can go up. Mm -hmm. So like I said, right now I want a little five bands, but like say I start blowing up tomorrow, I could want 15 tomorrow. That's how it could be with this rat and this rap game shit. Like, like you could you could want. You could want a hundred for a feature today. You could blow up tomorrow. Now you could tell a nigga, yeah, I want, I want fifteen now. And niggas get it fucked up. They think, oh, he on some weird shit. Like he, nah. I just know what my, what, what my music's gonna do now. Like my num, what my numbers are do now. So all right, say no more. This is what I want. So you could definitely do that. Like that's why I don't get mad when a nigga tell me they feature price or something. Like, or if a nigga get mad at me for my feature price or something, nigga, don't ask me. Cause you asking me for a reason. Mm -hmm. For sure, you're not coming to me asking me what my feature price is because I'm ass or something. Obviously you heard my shit and you asking me what's my feature price cause you want, you know, something. But don't get mad when I tell you. Cause I won't get mad when, I, when you tell me. And would you, are you willing to pay for features? Like, like. Like if it's, if it's, if it's worth it, like, but like, you gotta be, if, if I'm paying for a feature, we gonna push that shit together. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just gonna be me pushing the song. Like, nah, we're not doing that. Right. If, if we both, if I'm paying you for a feature, we gonna push this shit on, on all of our social media, me and you together. Ain't no half-ass pushing, we gonna push this shit. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I be half-ass pushing shit sometimes too. Like, if I sat there and promote my shit, like, sat there and really just spam my shit, that, that's how my little brother is. Like, I wish I had the patience he had to sit there and, and spam and shit everywhere. I don't. I have uh, so much more shit, like, but he got the patience for that shit. I be wanting to tell him, like, bro, here, take my phone and do this Girl, for my shit, shit like, because like, he really got the patience to do that. I don't, like. But I'm saying, yeah, that's sometimes, that's what it takes, that's that, that right. dedication and that time, just putting it in, like. Just, yeah, putting the time and the, and the work and, and that real, shit. for real, you can kind of, like, challenge yourself. Like, you said you got, like, a couple more months on this curfew and shit. And that time where you locked in, I got to be in after eight, just say, all right, well, I got to make two songs or put an album list together, do something for after that time frame that's going help blow me up in these next couple months and you said like that it's like it can happen overnight but it's like literally it's a process to that overnight right success. it's not like it, like it can happen overnight like don't get it fucked up it can happen overnight but like for most niggas it's a process like this shit just don't happen overnight for some niggas like if that shit happened overnight for you be thankful for that shit because there's niggas out here really putting in like time behind that shit and and sweat really like in the studio sweating making music behind this shit like. that's real shit um so in closing pretty much just tell the people where to find you your music streaming you know the whole thing yeah MCGB signing y'all can find me on YouTube SoundCloud Apple Spotify I heard y'all can find me on all that shit Amazon yeah